Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Inspired Incompetence. Matt here, just with a quick reminder that we are indeed wrapping up book five of our Tyrant's Grasp playthrough. That means, once again, it's time for our big recap retrospective extravaganza, and we are looking for questions from you, dear listener. If there's any questions that have been burning in your mind these past, oh, 20, 30 episodes or so, feel free to go ahead and send them our way. You can send them to us via our Discord. If you're not already on there, you should be. It's a great time. The link is on our website. You can send them to us if you are a patron. Send us a message on Patreon. If you're on our Facebook or Twitter, you can send us a message through there. Send us an email at inspiredincompetence at gmail.com. Any way you can get a hold of us, go ahead, send us a question. Anything you would like us to address during this upcoming Book 5 recap. Beyond that, I guess I should plug the Patreon, huh? If you're listening to this, presumably you've been listening for the past 150-something episodes. So... You must be liking something that we're doing, right? Go ahead and uh, show us some love. Throw a couple bucks our way on Patreon. I know we appreciate it. We appreciate anything and everything that our community does for us. It, uh, it really keeps us going. It lets us know that we're making a difference to you guys. And it really lifts our spirits, gives us the drive to keep producing the content that you are theoretically enjoying. But that is all I've got for this week. So, without further ado, let's get into the penultimate episode of Book 5. It's episode 156, A Hero's Welcome. Back to the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. Now in color. How's everybody doing? Wait, we haven't been in color this whole time? Am I color? Yeah, blind? I kind of th- <laughs> I always thought that we were, but you know me. I mean, look, we it's been in color for us, but that's been like an exclusive hidden Patreon tier that we're now making public to everybody. Oh, oh nice. That's nice. Yeah. You're welcome. All right, so we are in Tumbaha Mountain. Uh, you guys just closed up a portal to the negative energy plane uh, with the assistance of Kalazar. Yeah, get that void energy out of here. After deciding not to kill her pet shadow cats. Yep, yep. So, yeah, now what? I mean, you guys kind of did like a full loop around Tumbaha Mountain. Uh, if there's more places to explore you're really not sure where they might be i mean i'm feeling pretty mission successful but yeah i mean no stone left unturned i suppose yeah uh kind of did a full clear here the only thing we (laughs) and kind of like tom called out the only thing we didn't really check out is that other waterlogged room you also never went in the, the the room that was really triggering tom oh yeah 
It does yeah. have kind of an ominous glow on the map. Yeah. A little bit. Honestly, fuck that room. <laughs> yeah, let, let what's-her-name come in and uh, handle that room. Yeah, I'm fine with getting the hell out of here and declaring this a job well done. Yep. I don't think there's anything left for us to do anyways. Okay. So, uh, you guys climb back up to the top of Tumbaha Mountain to, uh, to exit? Uh, no, Valbar wants to open up the front door. Oh, okay. That's fun. Let some air in here. Yeah. Get cross breeze going. Because he's got that, uh, pass wall spell. Right, right. And doesn't Belias still have the, uh, staff that he can, like... Staff. That staff we got at the Blue Gardens. That yeah, that's you, what's got uh, pass wall. Yeah. Ah. Yes. No, but Valbar sp- actually has the spell pass wall as well. Yeah. He's just gonna that's, cast that's oh, that's what I thought right. you were saying. I forgot about that. That's how I found you guys in the Blue Gardens. Like I went in yeah, the same right. way you did. <laughs> yep. Because you look at that one room that you can't open, and like all other players ever, apparently, <laughs> refuse to move on until you got into that one room. Yep. Path of least resistance. Fuck that. <laughs> That's a trap. I will spend all resources available to get into this one room. Yeah. Any resistance? Oh, now now I'm getting mad about it. I got to get this resistance down. And I mean, it worked out, but it still doesn't make you guys a bunch of dummies. <laughs> You're right. It doesn't make us a bunch of dummies. Doesn't. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're moving on. Yeah. All right. So Velbar casts a uh, pass wall, and at 15th level, the passage created is 20 feet long. So I can cast multiples of these to, to lengthen it as needed. I'd say uh, two, two castings will have you covered to get out of there. Done. All right. So looking like a true earthbender, uh, Valbar just punches two 20-foot long uh, tunnels into this wall and uh, the tunnel is flooded with sunlight as you uh, breach the the surface the open air alright now where's this goddamn Tsitsi Meadle what? Oh. <laughs> just a second ago I was patting myself on the back for a job well done but you're right where's that fucker <laughs> so this essentially has you guys come out on this uh western side of the pyramid. Okay. Uh, also, while we were resting, can we say that uh, Valbar was given the those excess potions of fly that we had lying around? Yeah. Just so I can not have to keep asking for them every time you guys fly away on me. Was there an energy uh, uh, that this Titi Meadle was given off, like if I do resist uh, resist energy? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't believe so. Okay. Alternatively, you could just get us out of here. Yeah, just get us past the barrier and out we go. Greater teleport us back to Yoli's pod. Yeah. Not the kitchen, Tom. Please. Oh, you know it's going to be the kitchen. And then when uh, the botanists come back to Tumbaha Mountain, they can <laughs> all get... Yeah. All right. Did we all clear? Says the adventurers. We need. Ah! To, we need to get the. We need to get the starving person. Uh, like. Oh shit! Yeah, we probably should bring oh, yeah. him with us. <laughs> I mean, he's not starving anymore. You gave him a pretty good feast. Uh, yeah. Well, I yeah. stuffed food down his throat. Uh, yeah, he's probably good for like at least a week. 
Yeah, we gotta stay true to our uh, our mission statement. One man left behind. <laughs> uh, I will say we even like we even left we we uh, cleared out all the danger and we made a tunnel out so he can leave whenever he wants, just to be eaten by that tsetse meetle outside. <laughs> When it, if, if it ever decides to come back. <laughs> oh my god. Finally, uh, sunlight, I'm free. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what exactly are you guys doing? I, I'm getting that dude, because if I don't pop up in Marina's kitchen with another, uh, with another person, person <laughs> uh, I am going to flip the fuck out. Yeah, we get outside, we mention the seats of meadle, how it might be around, how we should probably take care of it. And someone's like, oh yeah, yeah we cleared the rest of the place. Oh, except for that one guy, that starving guy. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> he just runs back in, like, oh, be right back, guys! Alright, so, our genus is going to get the formerly starving man. Are you guys just stepping outside and teleporting, or are you sticking around and taking care of the seats meadle? So it is still around. I didn't say that. I think the whole place is clear. My only worry about this place was those cats, but they left on their own volition. So that was nice. I think this one would be potentially a problem for... I would feel bad going back to Marina and saying, all clear, knowing (laughs) that the thing we, you know... We don't know, that's the problem. Uh, True, yeah. I was gonna say... I I don't think we wait around for it. I think we whooped on that thing. It got scared and said, oh, I better get away from here. Why would it come back? I'm okay with leaving the Tsitsu Meadle here. We gotta come back with Morena anyways. So, I guess if it's here, I guess we'll just deal with it then. When you have more innocent civilians with you? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, the group has decided, Alex. <laughs> I just feel like we're going to wait around and it's not going to show up and he's just going to be like, hey, he got him. And the only alternative to that is leaving after one step out of this place. I think we're all just tired, you know? I mean, I know we rested before that last thing we did, but... you guys, Yeah, you guys haven't done anything but close a portal <laughs> today. If If that's your decision, then that's fine. I'm just... I'm a I'm a little confused at your reasoning. Well, we have no reason to believe to think it's still here. It's been more than 24 right. hours and, since when we found it. And I and I hear you, but like you're not even going to do like a cursory glance. You're just going to jump outside and teleport. If it soothes your soul while our genus is gathering the forgotten man, I'll do a perception check. The forgotten so while our genus is still in the pyramid, Uhtred steps outside to look for the CC meadle. Well, I'll start my perception check before leaving the inside. Like, you know, looking out. Do I directly see it waving, being like, yo, I'm ready to go? <laughs> yeah, it's flailing its flailing its fists menacingly like a... like a it's like shadow boxing? Yeah, <laughs> like right at, right at the exit, going, come on outside. Come on outside, or like in the old, uh, the old Bugs Bunny. I, yeah, d- daring us to cross this line. Uh, yeah, you do. You do not see that from your vantage point inside Tumbaha Mountain. All right, I'll go invisible with my ring, and then step outside. All right, uh, Thalias and Valbar, what are you guys doing? 
Am I still invisible? We were all invisible for a while there, weren't we? Uh, you were invisible when you started closing the portal. Uh, Thelias just has greater invisibility, right? Yeah, yeah. So that would that would be over by now. Ah, uh, dang. Uh, Velbar would probably just still be invisible from that because he cast the regular one. Okay. Yeah, so I'll stay where it's safe and uh, just keep an eye out. I'll be the tether between them and uh, our genus. Okay. So if they run into trouble, you know, hey, our genus, get back here. If I hear something from our genus, like, hey, guys, our genus. All right. So, Uhtred, you step outside. Give me a perception check. 30. All right. You look left. You look right. You look up. You turn around, and you see it hovering directly above the top of the pyramid. For real? What a pain. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and it sees you, and I guess you both get a surprise round. Everybody roll initiative. You know how I said I was going to be the tether between us and our genus? Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to go not gonna go fucking track him down in the middle of a fight. What was I thinking? All right, uh, so... Uhtred, what did you get for initiative? 29. Okay. Our genus? Uh, 21. Valbar? 20. Pelias? Yeah, I'm going to take this in a slightly different direction. 9. Uh, our genus, what is your modifier? Uh, it is a 4. Okay, surprise round. Up first is Uhtred. Um, I think I'm just going to cast Undead Anatomy and turn myself into a uh, another Pickle Punk. All right. And then I'm going to use a swift action to use an Arcana point um, to give myself a plus four on attacks. And I'm going to spend the additional Arcana point to do Bane Undead. Plus four on attacks? Well, it, to make to add a plus four onto his weapon. Yeah. Okay. So with that, it's what a plus five axiomatic Bane Undead Scimitar? Christ. Yeah, yeah, it's that. Yeah, because at base, it's a plus one axiomatic, right? Yeah. Okay, and uh, the Tsitsi Meetle casts haste on itself and takes five foot. It's floating in the air, so it floats five feet to the west. And that ends the surprise round, and combat proper up first is Uhtred. I don't really want to go, like, rushing in the sky. I'm going to cast fly on myself. Okay. And I'm going to fly up 30 feet. Like, above me. Okay, give me a fly check. 36. Alright, you're good. Fly 30 feet straight up. Alright. CC Meadle is going to fly west about 30 feet and then its eyes glow this bright orange for a split second before Literal eye lasers shoot out at Uhtred. Uh, is this a spell? It is a supernatural ability. Okay, then I'm going to use Ether Step to avoid this. Okay. And I will slip into the Ethereal Plane real quick. Alright. The eye beams miss Uhtred. Up next is our genus, who is probably like halfway to <laughs> getting the formerly starving man. Uh, and now it's Valbar's turn. You are pretty sure you hear combat outside. 
All right. Uh, well, Valbar is going to then go step outside to see what's going on. It'll cost you a move action to do so. Yep. Pretty sure Usher during the surprise round would have been said something. All right. Um, actually, sit. Can I pull out one of those potions as part of the move action, or does it have to be its own move action? I think you can only do that with weapons. Okay. Then instead of moving outside, uh, Valbar is just going to pull out a potion of fly and drink it. And I guess I'll take a five-foot step closer to the to the exit, but that's about it. All right. You are still inside, but you have drank the potion of fly. Thalias. Um, yeah, okay. So I... <laughs> I'm gonna take. I'm gonna start my movement, headed towards um, Arginus inside to warn him, and then about I don't know halfway through, I say to myself, "A oh, fucking guy! Like what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go chase him down. There's a fight going on." And so uh, I'm then gonna use the rest of my movement to go outside and uh, try and kill this motherfucker. All right, you can get outside with a move action. Okay, and so... Oh, I still have a standard action then? I'm going to go invisible. Uh, you you would know, remember, it could see me oh, when I was invisible. Oh, it sees us? Oh, you're like, right. Utrid is currently invisible. Oh. That's true. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm currently the Hierophant, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that changes everything. I'm going to cast Righteous Might on myself. Oh shit. Alright. Yes. It's happening. So I get plus four strength and con, minus two dex, plus two AC, DR10 evil. Is this evil? It is an evil creature, but it needs to have the evil evil gotcha. subtype. Yeah, something else to it. Yeah. So it does not count as evil versus DR, I don't think. Okay. Well, that's what I'm gonna do. Uh, run outside to start the fight realize I'm not channeling the champion uh, freak out and tr- make myself stronger by casting Rage's Might alrighty and that brings us back to Uhtred who reappears on the material plane yep and how like are we on the same uh, Y axis I think the Tsitsi Meadle is still higher above you Tumbaha Mountain I'm thinking is more than 30 feet tall. Oh, really? Yeah, the, the ceilings inside the pyramid are 20 feet high. Uh, so, I would say until I can get, unless I can find the more accurate thing, I'd say it's at least 50 feet tall. And was the TT middle flying, or was it just like chilling on the stop, you know, top steps? It was chilling at the top steps, but it was like floating like five feet above them. Kind of pain in the dick. And currently nobody below me can fly at the moment. I can. Belbar can. You can. Oh, I, I should have thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to get girthy first, Elias. Yeah. On the other hand, look how big I am. I guess I'll fly up 20 feet and forward whatever the remaining would be. Yeah, so I'm like kind of flying towards it and elevating simultaneously coming at you know like an upward trajectory okay can't get quite to it that's all i can do i only have a move action this turn for after using the uh ether step up next is the tsetse needle he's gonna go for another i-beam 
as Uhtred is closing the distance, it uh, it fires another set of beams from its eyes. Are these attack rolls? Yes. Versus Uhtred's touch AC. Uhtred's touch AC. I don't think... If I use an Arcana point, does that boost my touch AC? No, it gives you a shield bonus to AC. Okay. That will be a 34 versus Uhtred's touch AC. That'll hit. Wow. So Uhtred takes... 26 points of electricity damage and 26 points of force damage. And after that, it will fly up to Uhtred, closing the distance. And then it was Arginus's turn. You have reached the formerly starving man. I go, I go, oh, I'm taking you to safety. (laughs) Uh, we'll, We'll get out of here soon. No. All right, fine. <laughs> okay. Um, that'll bring us to Valbar. Okay. Uh, Valbar flies out of the tunnel and then kind of loops, uh, loops around, and then back up towards the CT Meadle. Um, I believe that. I'm pretty sure I got enough to get within my uh, whip range of him and I will uh, swift action to hypnotic stare the CT Meadle and I will try an attack with my whip alright it's a 36 to hit 36 hits alright so it's going to take 16 damage from the whip itself and I will painful stare what is the enhancement bonus on the whip? It is a plus three undead bane whip. How much is painful stare adding? Add another 26 damage from painful stare. All right. And up next is Thalias. Excellent. Um, realizing that everyone's fighting him in the air, I will cast fly. Okay. And anything with your move action? And with my move action, I will fly up to uh, the Tsitsi Meadle's level. I think I should be able to do that 60 feet. Oh, your fly speed is 40 feet. Oh, that's right. I'm so freaking slow. And it's halved for going straight up. Yeah. Alright, I'll fly straight up then. That's the best I can do. You can fly 20 feet straight up. Give me a fly check. 25. Alright, you're good. Alright. That brings us back to Uhtred. I am going to cash uh... Your favorite Uhtred first level spell, Chill Touch. I do it defensively. Uh, I'm going to take a five foot step, claw round attack. Alright, that'll provoke first. And on that provoke, I will use an Arcana point to boost my AC. That is a 37 to hit with a bite. No, that misses. Okay. Okay, first attack is a 41 crit threat. Battle threat. With a 48 confirmation. Confirm. Alright, the slashing crit is called Spun Around. Normal damage, and the target is flat-footed for one round. Or... Jesus. The magic one is called Time Vortex. Uh, Normal damage, and the target vanishes, reappearing in 1d4 rounds. Yes! Yes. Reappearing where though? Right where it is. You're bas- it, it's like a one d four rounds like maze spell thing. Yeah. Why don't we do that? We can buy our genus some time to get here. 
right. <laughs> <laughs> Is that uh, one of the regular cards? Yeah. We, we have? Yeah. It wasn't like a special one? Yeah. It's not even a fan one there. That's awesome. All right, so what do we got for normal damage? Uh, we have 10 slashing. Then we have 4 from Bane. And then I don't know if it's going to take any of this, but there's some fire damage too. It's 11 fire damage. So far it has ignored 100% of the damage you've dealt it. Nah, it's a crit, and it's undead, so it takes all of it. That's right, because it's a crit. Okay. And then uh, it has to make a... Is it will save? Yeah, it has to do a will save, or it's going to run away when it reappears. Yep. And the DC is pretty low. It's 19. Uh, 34. It passes. Even with the minus three from getting stink-eyed. Yeah. I don't think any of these other attacks are going to hit. Next one's the 26, and then well, the third one's... you don't even get the other ones because it disappears. Oh, uh, that's right. <laughs> yep. That's all right. That's a fair trade-off. Especially <laughs> since I don't think they hit anyways. Just put right. them in timeout real quick. Uh, let me roll a d4 to see how many rounds. One. One round. Better be quick about it, our genus. <laughs> I assume it's Arjunus' turn. It is... Well, it's the CC Meadle's turn, but it spends its turn out of time. Uh, now it's Arjunus' turn. Arjunus is uh, walking with us. Yeah, there's no way that, you know, there's any sort of trouble leaving out of here. Like We cleared yeah, this hey, whole we... place. It's totally safe. Every, everything is perfectly fine. It's Close fine. the void portal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, then it's uh, Valbar's turn. All right. Well, Valbar's going to take the opportunity to fly around to the opposite side of where the Tsitsi Meadle was to uh, get himself in a position to flank with uh, Thalias, assuming he's going to fly up on his turn. And I will ready an action to uh, hit it with the whip when he comes back. Must whip it, and it's Elias's turn. Um, the thing about the Elias is this is a new year and a new me, you know, with being a yeah. hierophant. Sure. So uh, I'm gonna see um, Utrid needing some heals, and I'm gonna actually fly over to him. All right. Uh, I think it's still gonna take you a full round of movement what? to reach him. God damn it. Yeah. I mean, even. Like, just laterally, that's yeah, uh, almost a full movement, but you still have more vertical room to go. He does uh, have so a 10-foot yeah, reach, but still. That's true. But yeah, uh, let's just cut the difference and say full full turn, and you uh, are within reach of Uhtred. All right. Close and that enough. brings us back to Uhtred. So is this when it would reappear? That's one round? Um... Or would it be after? I don't. Yeah. Just, I'm just not sure if it would be now or after his turn or what the how that yeah. entirely works. I guess we'll just say it begins. It, re- it reappears at the beginning of Richard's turn. Sweet full round attack. All right, and I'll take my attack of opportunity or my ready attack. All right, uh, ready to attack will go first. Uh, it's a 37 to hit. 37 hits. So that is 16 damage, and. And are 30 from the painful stare. Wow. Okay. Going out to Utrid. Eh, not nearly as bad. Uh, first attack's a 32 to hit. 
32 will hit. Okay, that's going to be 14 slashing damage. Okay. And then a 23 to hit. 23 will not hit. And a 17 to hit. That will not hit as well. Well, that's all I got. It's the Tsitsi Meedle's turn. Uh... Actually, on the 32, I do need a um, will, save. will save. Yeah. Uh, will save is another really high roll. Uh, 34. Um, all right, so it's CT Meadle's turn. He, he's taken uh, a few decent hits from uh, Valbar and Uhtred. But upon returning, actually, I don't think that would have applied when he was gone because he just skipped through time. So he wasn't spending any time somewhere else. Regardless, uh, you are witnessing that it has fast healing, and you are seeing its fast healing uh, working on its turn. Uh, and it will now go, and it's going to cast... Okay. CC uh, Meadle is going to reach down and touch the step of the pyramid that it is floating over. And it's going to cast Deeper Darkness, but it's going to do that defensively. So it's a third level spell. So that's 21. Oh, you know what I just realized? Don't I have DR Bludgeoning 5? Yeah, from being a pickled punk. Yes, you do. Successfully cast Deeper Darkness. Um, so it is just kind of normal light right now for you guys. Uh, deeper Darkness lowers the level by two steps. Um, and the area is a 60-foot radius. So that kind of matches Uhtred's uh, daylight spell on his cloak? Yes. Daylight brought into an area of magical darkness or vice versa is temporarily negated so that the otherwise prevailing light conditions exist in the overlapping areas of effect. So that actually simplifies things quite a lot. Um, so aside from like a tiny sliver, like a tiny ellipse of darkness on the northeastern end of the radius and a tiny ellipse of bright light on the southwest corner of Uhtred's radius, it is just normal light conditions. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah, so... Which is just not fun. <laughs> CC Meadle's turn. Arginus, uh, by the end of your turn, you will be at the exit and you can hear combat outside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everything is uh, just fine. Wait a minute. Oh, what's that screaming yell? Arginus uh, starts uh, booking it. Man shouts, You liar! And he jumps on you. <laughs> You should have left me to die. <laughs> also, funnily enough, this guy can't understand our genus, so. Oh, <laughs> perfect. To this guy's <laughs> That wouldn't have stopped our genus. Ar- yeah, I know. Oh, no. Our genus has just been like, wah, 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 wah. The guy's just like, okay, uh-huh, yep, you force-fed me yesterday, so I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> Eat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Our genus is definitely like tossing his arm over his shoulder. He's just like, oh, that's a good one. Yes, yes, I understood that perfectly. All right, so up next is Valbar. Okay. Uh, Valbar is... Uh, so I'm just going to 
go with what's been working. I'll start with a feint to make this thing flat-footed. That's a 32. All right, uh, so 32 is going to fail. So 32 fails. Got to roll better than a 2. But I still have standard action, so I will try the whip again. And that's a 40 to hit with the flank. Yeah, that'll hit. 13 damage from the whip and 32 damage from the painful stare. Valpar's just sitting over there, just... Just firing acid at him? Just smacking him in the back (laughs) of the head. (laughs) Up next is Tholias. All right. um, Well, geez, I'm right next to it now. Uh, no! <laughs> yes, heal me! <laughs> new year, new Thalias. Seriously. <laughs> my my, no, my companion seriously. here is at half health, but I know I... Ro- <laughs> By year, he means round. <laughs> Literally six seconds that lasted. <laughs> this is, you are experiencing the internal struggle of Thalias not being familiar with the Hierophant. He's like, oh no! First he buffs up, then he's like, wait! No, I hear my teammates. Like, he's all bloody. I gotta heal him. And then he comes back. He's like, oh, I gotta kill this big monster. But then I do flash back to Uhtred. Oh, look, the Seance of Three is right there. I could champion for a round. Ooh. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but instead of that, I'm gonna snap back to reality and I am gonna heal Uhtred. Right? Are you gonna, gonna do it? Cast defensively? Yeah, obviously I'm gonna cast defensively out of this. Jeez. Sorry. What are you casting? And I'm going to cast Cure Critical Wounds. I can do that, you know. Okay, so that's a DC 23 concentration. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You might can you fail? fail that. I don't think so. I got a plus 23. Oh, 42. So yes. Wait. <laughs> and then that's 4d8 plus... Your level. Level 15. 37 healing. Let's go, New Year, New Me. And, and, no, I'm at full health. I was going to say, as a free action, I cast Lay on Hands. But I, I don't need it. And I can't do it to him, because then I have the action coming. Okay. I mean, that was a hell of a heal. Yeah. Ten yeah. all full, so. All right, up next is Utrid. All right, I'm going to take a full round. All right. What's the DC for a third level spell casted defensively? 21. All right, then I can't fail it. So I'm actually going to cast Haste and put it on me... Uh, Thalias and Valbar. Okay. Yeah. And then, oh, thank you. Oh, uh, you know what? Um, if I do that, I lose my chill touch. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't seem to be doing much. His will save is pretty damn high. Yeah, and now you know what's going to happen is I'm going to roll a bunch of crits with <laughs> no magic on them. Fine, I'll give the haste. I will say, if you wait that extra turn, I'm coming out, like, <laughs> and I'll gladly cast haste. How, how's, how's this thing looking? Is it looking pretty beat up? Is it looking like it's got a lot of pep in its step? Is it coughing up rocks? No rocks. It's it's not really like something that you can just automatically gauge by looking at an undead creature and know if it's right like, about how it looks. Cause like, but it doesn't yeah, look like, like its arms like just barely hanging on by a piece of skin from us pounding on it. No, and like I said, like it's got. It's got that fast healing. That looks like it's oh, yeah, doing a pretty right. good job. All right, yeah, I'll cast the haste and lose the chill touch. Honestly, probably the better call because your chill touch, your chill touch is like if it succeeds, 
you make the thing run away, which is what happened last time. And here you are. Alright, first attack is a 31. That'll miss. Okay, second attack is a 40 on a crit threat. That'll threat. Uh, confirmation is a 34. That'll confirm. Alright, uh, this is a fan, this is a patron crit. Oh, yeah. And this is from the one and only Mrs. Richter. And this Very is nice. slashing crit is called In the Face. In the Face, baby. Double damage, and the target is blind for 1d4 rounds. Nice. We've had this before, and I loved it last time. And I love it this time. So that's going to be... Uh, was it double damage or normal damage? Double damage, and they're blinded for 1d4 rounds. Okay. So we got 14 slashing damage. Nope. 24. I'm sorry, 24. 3 Bane, 15 fire damage. All bypassing DR. All bypassing DR. Does fire damage bypass immunity slash resistance? No. From that feat? No. Okay. And it's blinded for 3 rounds. Next attack. It's a 21 to hit. 21 will not hit its flat-footed AC minus 2. Okay, how about a 28 on a crit threat? 28 will threaten its flat-footed AC minus 2. And then a 36 to confirm. That'll confirm. Alright, this crit is called Overhand Chop. Double damage and 1d4 bleed, so double damage. Okay, that's going to be 25 slashing damage. 10 bane... I don't know if the fire's getting through, but if if it is, that's another 10 fire damage. Alright. That's that's all I got. Pretty good. I like whoever fights Uhtred gets all maimed and shit. Like <laughs> blind and banished <laughs> and all chopped to pieces. To ribbons. How long uh, is this thing blinded? 1d4 rounds? Three rounds. Up next is our genus. No, up next is the TC Meadle. I think he's gonna full attack on Uhtred. Ah, the old flail wildly. A move I'm very familiar with. Guy who's being extra mean. I'll use an arcana point to uh, bump my defense. Yep. That's a 42 to hit. Miss. And a 31 to hit. Miss. And now it's Arginus' turn. Alright, uh... Arginus uh, settles the guy off to the side and uh, books it out. Um, and he's going to cast uh, Disintegrate on this thing. All right. Give me your okay. touch attack. And he is going to use his cards. All right. Um, I got a hammer, uh, and that is in the neutral good position. Okay. What's the card? Uh... The keep, uh, lawful good, uh, a shield. It is the trumpet. All right. Shield is constitution. Yep. Uh, and uh, neutral evil, the sickness, uh, which is the shield. All right. So that's one strength, two con. Yep. So our genus heals two d six, and then deals an extra one damage per dice. All right, sweet. So now ranged up to attack. 
And that's a 28 to hit. That'll hit. Nice. His flat-footed touch AC minus two. <laughs> A.K.A. eight. <laughs> uh, uh, six. <laughs> huge. Right, right. Uh, and now... And now he needs you, to make a fort save. You need to make a fort save, yeah. You need to make a caster level check versus spell resistance. Oh, Is what you shit. need to do. Okay, but his spell resistance is three lower than it, than it says. Uh, <laughs> well, that might not matter. Uh, 18. No, plus four. Uh, oh, 22. 22 will fail to overcome his spell resistance minus three. Ugh. Not the time for that. All right. That's too bad. Valbar. All right. Well, if this thing is blinded, I am not concerned with uh, doing any fainting, so I'll just full attack with my whip. You're trying to faint a blind guy? (laughs) (laughs) Over here! Over here! (laughs) Uh, It's a 27 on the first attack. 27 beats flat-footed minus two. Okay. So that is 11 damage from the whip and 27 from the painful stare. Uh, then a All 36 right. to hit for 9 damage. Alright. A 38 to hit on a natural 20. Alright, roll to confirm. That's a 37 to confirm. That'll confirm. I'm going to add decapitate. Nice. Ever get decapitated with a whip? <laughs> How awesome is that if I get decapitated with a whip? Oh my god. It is technically <laughs> slashing damage. <laughs> yeah. But this crit is called Wing Tear. Uh, double damage, and the target loses flight if it's using wings to fly, which I don't think this is. It is not using wings for flight. Be a lot cooler if it was. Yeah, right? <laughs> is, does Decapitate uh, have spell resistance? Uh, yes. All right, give me caster level for that. It's one higher. Uh, 20. Yeah, one higher. 23 will still not beat his spell resistance minus three. Got it. Okay, so the double damage is 21 from the crit. All right. And then the last one is a 19 to hit. That will fail. Yeah. Um, Thelias. So, while Thelias was over there healing Uhtred, he got the, the stank of this foul beast in his nostrils. He looks up. He says, smells like evil. And he's gonna smite evil. Oh shit. Yeah. So, that's what I'm gonna do. Okay. So that's just a regular attack then. 37. That'll hit. Excellent. That'll be uh, 30 damage and 3 acid. Plus, uh, <laughs> plus, plus another 11. Plus a whole bunch because I'm smiting. Yeah, yeah another 11 because well, it's undead. And it's your first attack hitting it with smite. Right, right, right. All right. So back. let's back up real quick. What are we looking at for damage? 41. Uh, and is that including the acid damage? No, the acid's separate. That's why I do a separate... Well, acid is the one energy damage that it doesn't have a resistance to. Oh, dude, it's in so, so much trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what's s- going to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> and with smite evil, you are bypassing its DR. Goddamn right I am. Best spell in the game, I've always said. It's the ability so nice you only use it twice. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. Ever. <laughs> Alright, next attack. Uh, yeah, the next one's a 32. 
32 will be just flat-footed minus 2. Good, good. So that'll be the same thing, but now less, because I don't have the, I don't get the full smite. Well, you do, you are getting the full smite, you're just not getting double smite. I'm not getting double smite, thank you. So that would be 35 damage, and one acid. You can barely hear it. I know. That was a good one. Alright, what else you got? I've got more. Another 32. To hit? Yeah. I'll hit. For 31 damage, all in, and 5 acid. Alright. And I have a, another attack, but it's only a 27, and I thought he'd be it's dead actually right a now, 29, so... and he is still blinded. Yeah, you're, you're flanking. flanking with me, buddy. Oh, yeah, so 29. 29 will beat its flat-footed minus 2. Perfect. 31 damage, 5 acid. I'm so consistent with my damage. You see that? Yeah, you yeah, really 21, are. 22, 22. 1, 1, 2, well, 2 on the D6. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's only a oh. differential of 6, so... <laughs> right. Um, but, yeah, with that final shovel swing, Thalias kongs this thing into oblivion, and it plummets down to the steps of the pyramid, destroyed. Did this thing have any loot on it, at least? Yeah, the loot falls out of it like a pinata. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the rifle through its skin folds, but you don't find any any treasure. I like how Uhtred was searching this thing before it hit the ground. <laughs> as it was descending. <laughs> and as this thing goes down, I uh, sort of am looking over it, holding my shovel, heavy breathing, and then I sort of right myself, put my shovel to my side like a staff, and pretend that I'm a hierophant type and not <laughs> and I whisper under my breath new year new me <laughs> <laughs> it is the middle of the year so everybody listening to Thalias is like cool uh, from uh, from ground level you guys hear like a <laughs> faint clapping <laughs> from the yeah from the solitary man that Arginus walked out what did we call him? Previously starving guy? He's just been starving guy. I don't think yeah, I don't think he ever like formally introduced himself. Yeah. Oh hey starving guy. <laughs> no. Uh I just acknowledge him and I just say uh to the team, so uh that's gotta be it, right? Job well done. It's gotta be, right? Either way, we're outside now, so ready to go back to Moranus. To Moranus Kitchen? I point to Elias. <laughs> why? Why? Why even give him the idea? <laughs> it wasn't even an idea. And before <laughs> before anybody says anything else, Arginus starts uh, whisking us away. All right, Arginus, give me a will save. Hmm? I don't like that. What is that? It's a saving throw. Uh, <laughs> by <laughs> because you're teleporting into Marina's kitchen, and she told you she was going to yep. take steps to prevent that. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that's that seems about right. Uh, that's a sixteen. All right, you have failed against Marina's teleport trap spell. Ah, oh. so uh, you are redirected to the front porch of Mariana's house uh, and a klaxon of sound erupts as illusory trumpet sounds go off and fireworks 
shoot up into the sky and a magical mouth appears on the outside of the door and only Uhtred can understand the mouth speaking in Razatlani as other passers-by stop and behold this spectacle and the mouth says, hey, look at this asshole. Couldn't be bothered to teleport to the front door. He had to get teleport trapped outside. He got told he couldn't teleport into the kitchen. He's such an asshole. And it is just like, ba 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 fireworks and like spotlights. And everyone is just watching this ridiculous over-the-top spectacle. She <laughs> uh, just absolutely wastes another spell of teleport. To attempt to get back into our kitchen. Jesus. Velbar, <laughs> the exact same thing happens. I mean, Valbar having no understanding of what this magical mouth is saying assumes this is just fanfare for our victorious return to Lilith's <laughs> back. <laughs> Valbar, yes, yeah. they do love me here. <laughs> yes, I am a hero. <laughs> uh... A few after a uh, after a few uh, seconds pass, like people like a, a crowd starts gathering around, and like some people are like just snickering and pointing and laughing at you guys. Magic mouth, like, hey, get a look at this asshole! Teleported right inside the kitchen. That's so fucking rude. <laughs> The, the starving the guy is like, this. what the fuck is this? <laughs> the, the starving guy is, he turns to Uhtred in, in Razzlani. Uhtred hears him say, you tell, try to teleport inside her kitchen after she told you no? No, not us. Just the asshole. And <laughs> Uhtred thumbs towards uh, Arginus. <laughs> he says, oh my god, I... That is very inconsiderate. I mean, you you guys Listen, saved my I life, agree. but I agree. We, we've been telling him the whole time. Stop! I you heard me. I said it to him before we left. Please don't go to the kitchen. Arginus. Arginus. Oh my god, Arginus! Get a load it, of this ass! Getting so angry, he's just like, I need to pop up into somebody's kitchen. <laughs> Poofs us all into Rogar's kitchen. Yeah, I ain't going <laughs> nowhere. Yeah, no, I will not accept either. that. Yeah, I'm not accepting that teleport. <laughs> You're going alone, boy. My mama always told me don't teleport with the asshole. Nobody is a willing uh, participant in your teleport. Are you still doing it? Oh, I'm forcing whoever I can. You, you I don't think you can force a uh, teleport. It's only willing targets. Everybody kind of walks away from me like, no. But I'm definitely just sitting there, just seething, uh, like, oh. I'll get it next time. <laughs> so you're just you're just sitting on this uh on the on the front porch sulking. As like sparklers are like <laughs> like just flaring up next to you. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> and uh what's everybody else doing? Taking a couple steps away from the asshole, obviously. Yep. yep. <laughs> I like to politely, politely knock on the front door. The door almost immediately opens up because Mariana was very privy to the riot going on outside of her house. I'm sorry, was Marina. Just, He's was just an waiting. asshole. She says, oh, I know. That's why I put all of this together. I hope that I taught him a valuable lesson. I have a starving man here. <laughs> He has no shame. 
Hello, everyone. Uh, I hope that your trip to Tumbaha Mountain was a uh, a successful one. Why don't you all come inside, please? Very well. Sure goes inside. Will the celebration continue in there? Oh, uh, Valbar, there was no celebration. That was Morena calling our genus what he is. An asshole! <laughs> this asshole saved a life. Okay. You saved many a life. Teal <laughs> saved a lot of lives, too. He was still an asshole. <laughs> That's the truth. Call me an asshole. I don't care. <laughs> Arginus, I think this is a good opportunity for you to learn a valuable life lesson. You, you cannot purchase uh, social boundaries with good deeds. You must observe proper social etiquette no matter how much good you might do. It does not give you permission to break, uh, break boundaries, and you would do well to listen to any uh, any personal boundaries someone asks you to respect. <laughs> uh, sure. Just, sure. <laughs> I will take that as a heartfelt and 100% successful lesson. That's exactly what you should take it as. Uh, this whole time, Valbar has just turned his stare on our genus, just, <laughs> just leveling it at our genus. It, has Arginus come inside, or is he just pounding on the porch? It, it'll take a couple of minutes. <laughs> Arginus remains on the porch and is just, Hey, get a load of this asshole! And, like, uh, everybody goes inside. Uh, Marina closes the front door, but then after, like, uh, a second and a half, she, she opens the door again, and she kind of, like, she kind of, like, waves her hand at the magic mouth, and it, like, turns off. And then she goes back inside with everybody else. That was fun. We should teleport <laughs> trap him more often. <laughs> yeah, except we're teleporting with him. That's what I don't like about it. True. <laughs> Asshole by association. Yeah, it's one, right. one thing to get sent to the front door and be called out for his dickishness. But what happens when she has to keep escalating it so he gets the point and it's like, oh, you got transferred to like a, a fucking volcano or something. Like... <laughs> Ah, instead of a magic mouth, uh, Marina has left a Baylor demon on her front steps. Yeah, right. <laughs> not happy to see you. She redirects you into the kitchen of like a fucking demon or something. Like they're not gonna like that. The consequences are gonna get stupider and stupider. I'm gonna be. You're gonna force the rest of the group to not be able to take teleports with you. <laughs> We have to ask him, like Pinky promise, like where's this going? <laughs> we have to, we have to gay us our genus before every teleport. <laughs> um. All right. So everybody but our genus goes inside. Um, I thought you were gonna say it's a hero point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, holy Go shit! <laughs> that would have really taught a lesson. <laughs> I'm, I'm forty percent tempted to do that. But no. Yeah. no, don't do it. It's too cruel. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> so everybody but our genus uh, steps inside. Uh, Mariana uh, brings you all into her kitchen. Uh, because she invited you, and uh, she passes out some uh, some tacos and salsa. Oh shit! And uh, 
She says, so please, please tell me, uh, how, how was your trip to Tumbaha Mountain? Well, like most of our trips, kind of hard and annoying, but ultimately, we got done what we needed to get done. Should be able to bring you back with us now. So you defeated Nessie? Yeah, and we, uh, we closed a portal, too. That was kind of... And I look over at the other guys. A portal? Yeah, something that Nessie used to get to this realm, and then there was... Kalazar wanted us to close it. Her cats. I think it was a portal to the void. Ah. Nessie was using it to offset the... The less than unfavorable... Less than unfavorable conditions of Timbaha Mountain to an evil creature. Oh. Oh my. Yes, uh... I was wondering, uh... How Nessie was, uh... Coping with, uh... The forbiddance of Tumbaha Mountain. That would be a rather effective solution. Uh, a very distasteful one, but effective nonetheless. I'm very impressed with all of you. And she even throws a uh, throws a look to the front door to include our genus in her <laughs> sentiment. Uh, so sweet. Not only did you destroy Nessie, but you closed a portal to the void and Tumbaha Mountain is completely safe for the for its workers to return to? When she says completely safe, I kinda I don't make a face, but I kinda like in my head I'm like like 99% sure. Four yeah. out of five dentists agree Tumbaha yeah. Mountain is completely safe. <laughs> she says completely safe I'm like, yep, yep, <laughs> nope, that's right completely safe. You said it! <laughs> <laughs> well, this is splendid news. Oh, and and she like she gets like super excited for one second and then she like really squashes that down, but like you can tell that she's like still uh she's really fucking excited and she, she turns to you guys and she says, "And you're still uh willing to have your Kumaru traces flipped?" Yes. Don't see any other way around it. Oh, this is so wonderful. And she's just like pacing around the house. She looks like fucking ecstatic. And I'm still the asshole. <laughs> Sacrificing myself <laughs> for you. Let that sink in, Arginas. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, she starts just pacing around the house. Uh, just kind of like muttering to herself like... Uh, about like all the steps needed to be taken, like there's still so much to do, and da 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 da. Um, but finally, she uh, she returns to you guys and she says, "Okay, uh, well, uh, I I don't know if you had uh, any other priorities that you needed to." Uh, oh, bless you. I didn't I didn't know if I don't know if you had any priorities that you needed to uh, get settled, but. Uh, I think I'm going to inform the High Council, and uh, we're going to send a team of botanists to Tumbaha Mountain right away to begin uh, preparing for uh, the the process of clearing out the Kumaru tree and flipping your traces. We are going to get our way of life back, and she like gives she gives you all like big hugs, and then 
scurries outside. She stops and gives Arginus a big hug. Uh, and then she continues on into the city. All right. Um, so we're going to skip ahead in time a little bit. Uh, well, how, how long in time? Uh, let's start with the next day. Because I still have to read through this goddamn book. What book? Uh, my Tome of Charisma thing. When did you get that? I bought it. That I mean, yeah, that takes like six days, but uh, right? yeah, you have to spend I don't know how many you have to spend X eight hour days reading it. I think I don't know. It says it in the in the description. So over the course of the next couple days, uh, botanists uh, work tirelessly to clear out the dead Kumaro tree from Tumbaha Mountain. The day follow the fo- the the following day after you guys return to Yoli's Pond, uh, Uhtred, you are suddenly uh, made aware of a disembodied voice in your head. You hear, Uhtred, Uhtred, is that is that you? Who's asking? Uhtred, this is Evni Zagnas. Oh, Evni, it's been a while. Yeah, it has been a while. You- you're alive? Oh, well, yeah. Why, why wouldn't I be alive? Well, the last time anyone saw you guys, you were at Ren Church, and then the radiant fire went off, and you weren't with the Knights of Ozum. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, Razni sent us to Zapatel. Oh, she did, did she? I'm sensing some annoyance in your voice. Well, there have been rumors, Uhtred, that you guys are working, have been working with Arasni, and i surprised that I need to tell you that that's usually not considered, uh, good. Well, I need to tell you, we're the only fucking people doing something about the issue at hand, so who we choose to work with is who we choose to work with. I don't know who the fuck you're talking to, Uhtred, but we're... Uh, evacuating a nation but uh, forget it that's I don't need to get into this listen I don't know where you got where you are what you're doing but uh, Aluna needs your help she has she's girls about to collapse okay when you're done doing whatever it is you're doing uh, I need you to come to Volumus in last wall okay should be able to be there in maybe a week's time or so. Maybe a little sooner. Okay, if that's the soonest you can be here, then I guess that's the soonest you can be here. That is about the soonest that we can be there. Fine. Um, and there's another thing. Uh, I'm not sure how to bring this up, but Uchard, the, the, the the man that you've been traveling with... Uh, that's not Randolph. Thelias. What? Thelias. Who's Thelias? You said the man who's not Randolph. No. Uhtred, you've been traveling with Randolph. I've tried to contact him several times. Oh, yes, Randolph. But it's... But he's not responding. He's dead. And when I tried... What? He's dead. But only in spirit. His body functioning surprisingly well. So... So the man that you're with who looks like Randolph 
is not Randolph. Randolph's dead, and you're okay with this body snatcher. You grasped that way faster than I thought you were going to. But yeah, nailed it. Well, I wouldn't say the body snatcher has such a dirty connotation to it. I mean, Elias was basically already sharing that body with Randolph. Alright, Uhtred. I don't I don't have much longer with this spell. I'm sure it's been no picnic for you, but I I need you to leave that chip on your shoulder wherever it is you are, because everyone back here has been working themselves to the grave to try to keep everyone else safe. And Eluna has been working harder than anyone else. So the sooner you can get here, the better. And then the spell ends. Keep my chip on it. Talk about coming in all bitch face. Well, you said you were working with with Arasni with no like context that anybody who's not the main character would have. Uh, I, we let Aluna know what what's been going on with us. No, you didn't. Yeah, we did. When did you do that? We we told. Uh, I'm pretty sure we told. I uh, Uchida told her. And she knew we were going to meet her when we left. But the boat. You, at that point, we didn't know she was Arasni. Yeah, no, you didn't. No, you didn't know that. Yeah, I was like, we knew that was like our undead benefactor that we had met outside Rosalar's coffer, but we didn't know that was Arasni at that point. Yeah, and I don't think you guys even shared like, like, oh yes, the person that we're meeting in this fort is undead, but we don't know who it is. Like you just said, we're we're meeting a benefactor here. But anyway, so, yeah, meanwhile, the Kumaru tree from Tumbaha Mountain is being cleared out. Uh, just a week ago, the thought of chopping up and uprooting the Kumaru would have been seen as blasphemous. But the job is being done enthusiastically. The botanists and citizens alike are loudly proclaiming the job as the final casting out of the poisonous memory of Eridan. And finally, the tree is completely gone, and new fertile soil is brought in to fill the massive hole. For the next part, Mariana needs you all present at Tumbaha Mountain for the obal flipping procedure. Any problems with that? Well, there's no kitchen in the mountain for (laughs) us to teleport into, so... You know I'm going to find the kitchen. The kitchen kitchen was like that one room you were really pissed about. No, real quick. (laughs) That room was the spa. The spa. <laughs> the spa. That barrier was like... The privacy like, wall. Yeah. Yeah, that was the I, privacy wall. That's exactly <laughs> what I thought it was. It was like going to like a, a pool, uh, like an outdoor pool and having those like restrooms just like... And that makes that you That random mad. wall. Yeah. I don't know what that random wall is. Why is it's it there? It's to stop people from looking into the oh, place where know, people are probably changing. Like a normal door? Anybody could get past the it wall. It helps with. It's not to keep people out. It's to stop passersby from looking in, <laughs> and it helps with ventilation. Nope, wrong. Okay, all right. I guess I got a lot to learn. Uh, so, yeah. So you guys uh, are all present at Tumbaha Mountain. Uh, Marion is pretty confident she could do this in her own home, but she doesn't want to take any chances and bypassing some unknown window window of viability. In conjunction with this and planting a new tree uh, from some preserved kumaru seeds that she's kept, which aren't strong enough by themselves to make a new tree, or if they did, it would likely just be a benign tree, not a kumaru tree. 
But she hands each of you a single seed, about half an inch long, with a hard, rough, almost spiky shell. I would like each of you to plant a seed. Doing so will increase the spiritual resonance between you. When I flip your Kumaru Trace's frequencies, the transition will be felt by the seeds as well, and will make them more receptive to the process. Uh, she then explains that to plant the seeds, you need only to press them about halfway into the soil. And once you've done that, several botanists sprinkle a fine layer of sand on top of them. And finally, you're asked to lay down before the planted seeds. Someone lays a blanket down so you'll be more comfortable. If Uhtred's seed is the one that sprouts and grows into the new tree, I want it forever now known as the Bebenberg tree. The tree of light? Yeah, I mean, it kind of works, right? I mean, Bebenberg doesn't mean light, but if you want, I would... I would acquiesce to the Vallow tree. Alright, they're willing to workshop that. Uh, Mariana securely fastens her soul sight goggles. From my initial examinations, I estimate this process won't take very long, but these are unprecedented waters we swim in. When I flip the frequencies of your Kumaru traces... I will be meddling with powers far older and stronger than anyone here. I am fully confident in my technical proficiency in this task, but I have no idea what sensations you may experience while I work. Please take a moment to compose yourselves and lie down when you are ready. Falbar just lies down. Yeah, Uther doesn't need too much time. And, uh, yeah, I'd like to say a prayer to Randolph. All right. Our genius lays down. Okay. And we'll see you next week on the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. See ya. See ya. See ya. See ya.